At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. We're talking postseason. We're giving you our postseason picks. We're walking through the bracket. This is the time that I put together my perfect bracket. By the way, my name's Jack. Peter will put together the imperfect bracket, and Aram will be somewhere in between. You've got all three of us on the Just Baseball Show on Thursday, October 6th. This is the one empty day on the baseball calendar, and then we launch headfirst into wildcard baseball. But first and foremost, gentlemen, we need to spend the first 20 minutes of this episode talking about Aaron Judge versus Barry Bonds, don't we? What's the real home run record? Can you can you please offer your thoughts and your column on that? Respectfully, I want to delete Twitter. <laughs> Miserable people. Miserable. Can we just appreciate what Aaron Judge is doing? There is no doubt that he's the American League record holder. That's really cool. There have been plenty of jokes that, you know, what if, this football player sets a record in the AFC or what if this NBA player sets a record in the West? It's not quite the same as in major league baseball. First major league baseball is a longer history than any of those sports. And second home runs as a statistic, I think is one of the coolest statistics in all of sports. I just want to appreciate what Aaron judge is doing without bringing in Barry bonds. So what I will say here, I agree with you to add to that point baseball is the one that hands out an American league MVP and a national league MVP. Exactly. The NBA, there's not an Eastern conference MVP. There's an NBA MVP. Uh, there's not an NFC MVP. There's an NFC offensive player of the year. And defensive which player makes of the no year, sense, <laughs> which makes no sense. Like there is an NFL MVP an NBA MVP, and then an American league and national league MVP. So yeah, I'm with you. The American league um, crown certainly, certainly means something. What I will say is I love that take from you saying that home runs are one of the coolest stats in all the sports. If we were to power rank stats, yeah. I have no idea where that would land. You know right? what? You know what would land 486th? Holds. Holds. <laughs> I, I actually that? wonder how many stats we could rattle off before a holds gets into the equation here. What are name cooler stats in sports than the home run? No, I mean, we're obviously like slightly biased given that we like baseball. So home runs are cool, but I, I will say like home runs in terms of counting stats. I, I don't think there's much else cooler than that. Uh, I always thought interceptions were sick. <laughs> I don't know what it is about inter- like the like, guys that have the magical year where they pick the ball off like 
12 times. Like, that's crazy. But, Arm, you should see NFL Twitter. Trayvon Diggs led the league in interceptions. Oh, yeah, they hate interceptions, right? It's a lucky stat. It's a lucky stat. Yeah, people think he's the worst cornerback in the NFL. So, it's home runs. I think points per game is always cool. Points per game is always cool. Always Always cool. cool. And it's always just, even though the game has evolved, like, you just know more than 20, good. Good. Over 30, really good. Like, it's I've I've always loved that, too. Speaking of which, how about 37 from Victor Wembanyama? I watched the whole thing. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Are you on the hype train with me now? You know I've been singing his praises on this pod for a minute. Bro, I'm going to be hunting his cards. I can't imagine what his cards are going to go for. He's the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. So uh, this was was tweeted out, and it was like – you know, all the hype that he might be the best basketball prospect since LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And, but then past that, it's like, oh, all right, do you believe the hype? And then you watch him play and you think to yourself, he's better than LeBron coming out. <laughs> it's un, it's unfucking believable, Jack. I've he's never seen anything foot like that. Five. He defends like Gobert. He's like Jokic. If Jokic had Gobert's defense and like, 80% of Durant shooting. Do you understand why his YouTube highlight compilations have been like my guilty pleasure, my late night binge for the last four or five months? He's a freakazoid. Uh, Ryan Rosillo put out this tweet. How long is the list of players you wouldn't trade for Wembanyama? And I just have no idea. Like that list is way shorter than uh, I, I think you would expect it to be. But we're not going to go through that list. Again, we're a baseball podcast. We are going to go through the postseason brackets and this is you know one of those dates that you circle this is one of those episodes that you say okay yeah here are the picks let's fill out a bracket um it's it's what everybody wakes up for you know ahead of that first day of the ncaa tournament selection sunday you wait till the selection show is over you immediately print out your bracket or hop on uh, a website and you fill out that bracket that's what we want to do now now that the field is set and uh i think mine's gonna be perfect I think mine's going to be perfect. So I came with it two different directions. I thought this morning, all right, I'm going to compile a bunch of statistics and I'm going to try and figure out kind of like I did last year. Last year's bracket for me sucked. You know what I'm going on this year? Feel. Feeling in my plums. These are yeah. the plum picks. Yeah. My last name's Apple. Plum picks. The plum picks. Plum this picks. is my gut. I don't have any stats backing this up. I've watched millions of baseball games this year and this is how i feel about there have yeah there have been millions of baseball games this year i'm sure no it's because i've watched every baseball game 15 times in preparation oh and we're not talking condensed games like you're not skipping commercials either nope he actually watches them in slow motion. <laughs> he's picking up so every game trying, seven hours. Is he trying to count the RPMs? Yes. Yes. He's he's writing them down. <laughs> Watch them all in slow motion. Yeah. So I don't have any stats. These are my field picks. My okay. Plum picks. Are, I mean, that's you, you got to got to go in the postseason. Yeah. Right? How I mean, are you like, going about this? I'm I'm doing a little bit of both. We're hybriding this thing. Um, Probably smarter. Yeah, I, I, that's the way. That's the way I'm doing it. But definitely some plum action here too. It's just you got to go with your gut when it comes to the postseason. Jack, are you using the little X in front of everything? Uh, I am using the little X. I'm also just kind of like, if if my stomach turns when I say something, I'm probably going to rescind what I just said and go the other way. So I'm just no. going to go on feel in my gut. Like, but if my stomach acid uh cooperates or not that depends on on my postseason bracket you're in your stomach i'm in a lower region than my stomach and arms in his head let's rock let's rock okay uh let's start in the wild card series right you want to go american league or nationally 
we always start with the American League. Let's go with the National League first. Okay. Uh, four or five matchup is the Mets and the Padres at City Field in Queens. This will be some combination of DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett in that three-game set. San Diego, I saw Mike Clevenger just hit the injured list, so it's probably going to be Musgrove, Snell, Darvish. I saw the idea floated on social media, and I'm blanking on who tweeted it out, but if the Mets do win game one behind DeGrom, they may go Bassett that's, game two. I 100% think that's what they should do. I was talking about that with uh, with one of our buddies, actually, me and, me and Pete's friend Evan, about this recently, and uh, you know Evan, too. So, yeah, one of our, all of our friends from Syracuse, Evan, and we were bouncing the idea back and forth, and I'm like, it's house money. If, if you win that game with, with Chris Bassett, it's done, right? If you win the first game, then you win game two with Bassett, you save Scherzer, and you're good. If you lose that game, you had to go to Scherzer anyways, and you go to him in game three. So it's an opportunity to save him, or, you know, worst case scenario, you end up throwing him like you would have in game two anyways. Now, if they lose game one with DeGrom on the hill, you go Scherzer. Yes. Yes. Like, you have to. Hesitation. You have to. have to. Yeah. But if you win game one, house money with Bassett. Okay. What do you – let's start with you, Arm. How many games? Who wins? Okay. I, I think this – a month ago – you know, if you told me this was the matchup, I'm saying, okay, you know, this is the Mets pretty easily. Um, the way that Blake Snell has looked, the way that Joe Musgrove has kind of turned things around recently. We talked about that on the last episode. Uh, Peter and I did. The way that, you know, we've seen this project, even Darvish has looked better as of late. I think this is going to be a tough one for the Mets. I really do. Ultimately, you know, the home field advantage, uh, what, what the Mets have, have been able to do this year, I think they're going to grind them out. Uh, but I think it's going to be a close series. I think we're all going to agree that the Mets end up taking it, though. Yeah, how many games? Two or three? I think it goes the the full. I think it goes full three. I think the Mets win, but I am not confident in it. And the only reason I think the Mets win is because I think. Well, there's plenty of reasons why I think the Mets win, but this is the most glaring one in my head: the Darvish Degrom matchup in Game One. Darvish has thrown 14 innings against the Mets this year. Do you guys know how many earned runs he's allowed? No, one. He's this dominated you, the match. This is your plums telling you this? These are my plums. No, okay, I yeah. know. I'm bringing some numbers in, but <laughs> it's it's because I have just a I have a dark feeling that the Padres could win that game one matchup. I, I agree, especially with how DeGrom has looked lately. And not that he's looked atrocious, but he's looked human. You know what? My plums are telling me Padres. <sighs> okay. I'm going with the Padres over the Mets in that wild card round. Mm, that's what my plums say. Bro, you're my so brain says Mets. My brain says Mets. My plums say Padres. Give me the Padres. How many times are we going to hear the word plums on this episode today? More than once. You're going to no, hear plums. Already have. Yeah. You're, I'm going to go with the Padres, and I think they win it in three. Padres in three. Arms got Mets in three. I'm going to say Mets in three as well. Team OPS since the All-Star break, the Mets are third. You got to scroll a little bit to find San Diego. They're they're outside the top 10 right now. And what I will say is the Mets, while they have been struggling without Starling Marte, as Ryan Finkelstein made evident on, on the Monday show, I mean, the San Diego Padres just don't have much cooking offensively right now. And I'm not sure who you can lean on because, yeah, I would obviously say Manny and Juan Soto, but 
which Juan Soto are we going to get? And, and no. I think that it's going to be really hard to uh, it's going to be really hard to craft an opinion on Juan Soto in the, in a three game set. I don't think he steps up in the way that San Diego needs him to step up. I think that Degrom beats Musgrove in Game One if that's how it lines up. I, I think, think it's going to be Darvish though. That's my be thing. Darvish in Game because- One. Yeah, that's apparently the listed starter. Like I was on CBS Sports, um, on ESPN. It's it might be Darvish in that matchup. But the thing is, I think it's very important where they put Darvish in because of his dominance against the Mets. If they put Darvish in Game One, I think they can win that game against Degrom and the Mets. And if they win that game, you have Blake Snell against a Mets team that has not been very good against lefties, and Blake Snell has been, been shoving. Yeah, has been shoving, and it's like the Mets are good against lefties. They're one of the best teams in baseball. But if you have to find weaknesses, it has been against left-handed pitching. And especially now without Starling Marte, if they can win that game with Darvish, they can win that game with Snell. I think I'm going to go with the Padres. No, I I see it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's like a a crazy hot take at all. Like technically speaking, it is because I think most people would obviously stick with the Mets. But like I said, when I gave my opinion, I think it's going to be down to the wire and and the Padres are going to give them a pretty good punch here. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to say, and like my stomach agrees with me as I think through this, uh, DeGrom wins game one, Snell throws game two against Bassett, who they start in game two, Snell wins game two, and then Scherzer wins game three. Yeah. So I'm in baseball knowledge would say that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I'm a commoner. I'm a mainstream <laughs> guy. I'm tired. Peter's wired. Cardinals Phillies is the three, six in St. Louis. I don't see a world that the Cardinals lose the wild card series in St. Louis with, with this being Yachty and pool holes last year. Uh, Arm, you want to go first? I, I agree. I, I don't see how it happens. I, I will say the, the only way is if the, the Phillies offense just goes crazy. Um, and I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see it happening. I, I think the Cardinals at home with all the magic they've had, the way they've been playing all year long, especially in the second half, I, I don't see how the Phillies do this thing. I say St. Louis in two. I th- I'm going to go Cardinals in three. I think Nola gets them a win. Nola has been so been- good lately, especially that that game against the Astros. It, you could you can't really find a, a bunch of better performances than I saw from him. I'm going to go. I think Nola gets them one. I think this is going to be a high-scoring series, but give me the Cardinals in three. So my thought is Nola already wasted his near-perfect outing. Okay. That's Dude, not a bad take. That's 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 anti commoner from you. Yeah, I so say that's 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 more of the uh, ambiguous analysis we're looking for here, Jack. Yeah, like that's it. all I am. I'm I'm a whole bunch of ambiguous. I will say the, the the one way that that the Phillies can really make this interesting is if Noah and Wheeler shove. Right, it's a three game set. It's all it takes, and we know that they've got a lot more going with those two guys than the Cardinals do. But yeah, I mean, Wayno at Bush. Yeah, I just saw Wayno Bush. Didn't look too good. Yeah, but like that was against the Pirates on like a Sunday afternoon. I'm talking. He's got wild. dead arm. He's got dead arm. I'm worried. Yeah, but he's had dead arm for the last five years. Yeah, that is fair. That is. Fair. I think Michaelis is going to start game one. Oh, gross! Wait, who's Did they that? win that game against Wheeler? Yeah, who's Miles Michaelis? Yeah, I've never heard of Miles Michaelis. We're, we're going to talk about all of these individual games tomorrow, so I don't want to get specifically into that because we have all of tomorrow again to go over it, mm-hmm. but. I wouldn't count the Phillies out. This is going to be a competitive high scores, high scoring series where the Cardinals win out. And I really think it's home field advantage Cardinals. And that's what gives them the slight edge. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Guardians in Tampa in Cleveland, a three, six. 
I like Cleveland, and I like it because of how they match up to the first two starters. I think Cleveland wins this series in two. I don't think Tampa's offense can keep up with Bieber and Tristan McKenzie. I think we're going to see a stamp start from Tristan McKenzie. I think this guy is going to show the fuck up in the postseason. I like that. Uh, and I think that Cleveland is going to hit enough. I think that they're going to get a timely hit, whether it be from J-Ram, whether it be from Andres Jimenez, or whether it be from Oscar Gonzalez. <laughs> and I think that Cleveland is going to win this series in two. I'm very interested to see who pitches game two. Um, because similar to the Mets, the Guardians have had troubles against lefties this year, but they just put up a five spot against Daniel Lynch, and they've been better against lefties than in the first half of the season. So that game against McClanahan certainly is tough, but it's not like McClanahan has been that good in the second half, and he's also been dealing with injuries. I'm interested to see if Drew Rasmussen is that game two starter. The Guardians have been very good against high strikeout guys with fastball slider combos. That's what the Guardians hit really well. I'm going to go the Guardians in three just because Quantrill's going to close it out at home. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I think Guardians in three. I think the, the Rays find a way to steal one with just you think, the way they... You think game three, Quantrill's going to close it out? I, I do, um, but I don't... I think it's... <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to find a way. He did just shove against the Rays the other day to solidify his his 3-3-9 three, three, ERA or whatever three, it was. 3-3-8. Three, 3-3-8, three, eight. Three, yeah, three, three, of course. Yeah. Of course. And, yep. and four or five FIP, um, <laughs> which is great. Um, but, you know, I, I think when you look at what the Guardians have done offensively, too, uh, as of late, I mean, you look at what their team's done. They're middle of the pack in the second half, but over the last month, a lot of their guys have just kicked it into gear, started really hitting the ball well. And J-Ram has not been J-Ram this year. And I really, like Jack said, I think he's going to step it up on the big stage here. And it's pretty cool to see the guardians picking him up this season with, you know, you would have thought for them to do as well as they did this year. J Ram was having an MVP season, which is the craziest part. I think he kicks it in gear in the postseason as well. And I am a hundred percent in agreement on Tristan McKenzie rising to the big occasion here. I, I do acknowledge that he's young and this is a big stage, but he's kind of built for it. I'm excited to see what happens. This Rays offense just doesn't have it. Wander's been too banged up this year. Doesn't have enough going for him right now. Their whole team's kind of banged up. I don't feel good about their bats. And Jose Everything... Siri's probably only going to hit four homers. And three. Yeah, he needs <laughs> to hit six. Everything that the Rays do, the Guardians do just as well, if not better. If yeah. we're talking about bullpens, the Rays bullpen, right? It's so amazing. Guardians bullpen might be better. The starting rotation with the Rays, it's super, super elite, but it's not like the Guardians can't compete with those starters either. And if we're looking at offense, the Guardians have the better offense and they have home field advantage. I think the Guardians close it out here. I would go Guardians in two, but I'm going Guardians in three because of Cal. Also, I, I don't think we're as far removed as people would like to admit from the Guardians being in the ALCS and in the World Series and inning away from the World Series. And I want people to remember how stupidly electric progressive field was in 2016. That place is going to get up for this thing. And also Terry Francona knows how to get his team ready for a series like this. I Kevin Cash is a phenomenal manager, but Terry Francona is better. So I think almost every edge goes to the Guardians besides the starting pitching depth, which I don't know is as important in a three-game series. In a three-game set, it doesn't matter, I don't think. Um, All right, so you guys have Cleveland in three. I've got Cleveland in two. Love it. Going to the 4-5, Toronto and Seattle in Toronto. At Rogers Center. Alec Manoa is the confirmed game one starter for the Blue Jays against what we expect to be Luis Castillo. Game two, 
how would it match up? Gosman and Robbie Ray? I think so. And game three, if necessary, would probably be... I think Gilbert gets the ball. Gilbert against Stripling? Yeah, probably. Or Barrios. I think you might start Barrios there with an extremely short leash. Oh, my God. That's brutal. Brutal. That's horrible. I say Seattle in three. I see why you'd say Seattle in three, and I'm almost inclined to go there because I think Seattle just has to beat either Manoa or Gosman, and I think they win game three. So do they beat those two guys? When you say you see Seattle in three, you see where I'm coming from. It's probably because you feel it in your nuts. Uh, No, my problem is I feel Toronto in my plums. Oh, then say Toronto, man. You were you told us you were going with the plum picks. But in one plum, it's Toronto. The other plum, it's Seattle. Ew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just kind of feel this magic with, with Seattle. And, like, I don't want to say Toronto is, is limping to the finish line, but it doesn't feel like they're running through the tape to the postseason like Seattle is. The Yeah. And the, the pitching re- just totally skews the way of the Mariners right now. Does it in a three game series? Does it skew the way of the Mariners when you have arguably the two best pitchers in this series on the Blue Jays? I would take Castillo and Ray over Kevin Gosman right now. I think I'd take Gosman over Ray, I'd take Castillo over Gosman, but Manoa, like who Manoa over everybody. Okay, so Manoa over everyone. Let's say the Blue Jays win game one with Manoa. Then game two, you have Gosman Ray, who probably wins that. Revenge game for Robbie Ray in Toronto? They bullpen. know him. The elite bullpen of the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. I, Is it that, going to matter if the Blue Jays beat up on Ray? Are they – I don't know. I, I, I think Robbie Ray is going to turn in a decent start. But even if they do, like it, it, everyone has such a short leash in the postseason. I, I think, you know, especially with what the Mariners have in a three-game set – I bet they yank Robbie Ray in the second or third if he runs into trouble. Like they, they have confidence in Matt Brash going too. Uh, they could le- legitimately piggyback George Kirby because they have Logan Gilbert game three. Like they they have so many bullets that they can fire and so many ways that they can mix and match. Uh, and I like I like Scott Service. I'm really excited to see Scott Service on this big stage, being able to mix and match and being able to be a manager uh, and and really flex those muscles. I, I think the Mariners have more bullets to fire in the pitching department. The only way I see the Blue Jays winning is one, if, if Jose Barrios can turn in a decent outing in game three and, and, and two is they just have to mash and and that's possible, right? They've been one of the best offenses in the second half and really have been phenomenal down the stretch here with the bat. But like Jack mentioned, they haven't been that great on the mound down the final stretch here. And I think there is some Mariner magic right now, but it is tough to play in the Rogers Center. We know that. Uh, and that is a very, very cool environment in the postseason. And what I will say is if it, if we do get a game one matchup of Manoa and Luis Castillo, the combined testosterone levels of those two is going to be off the charts. It's going to be the biggest dude off that we see. <laughs> I, li- I like that. You know what? I'm going to go with the Blue Jays in two. And the oh. reason why I'm going with the Blue Jays in two is because if it goes three, I think the Mariners win. And (laughs) this is one of those series that I've been talking about for a while that where the Blue Jays can win games, where depth is not as important. So in my opinion, I think the Blue Jays have a very strong shot to win that game one 
And if you give me Gosman versus Ray in a must-win game for the Blue Jays, because the Mariners' bullpen is fantastic, but it's not like the Blue Jays' bullpen is that bad either. And Jordan Romano in Canada is the best reliever in baseball. <laughs> if you look at his stats in Canada, it's absurd. He's got a 0.6 ERA or something disgusting. I think, uh, you know, they got Simber, they got Meza, they got Bass, they got Pop. They they have a lot of, they're not as good as the Mariners. I'm not saying that they're as good as the Mariners, but I don't think that we can forget that the Blue Jays bullpen is solid. I think they have enough offense to beat up on at least Robbie Ray. And then I think Manoa, Castillo, you give the edge to Manoa. So I'm going to go Blue Jays in two. You said his home ERA, Romano, this year was 0.6. Add a half a run, one point one, which is still good. Okay, but um, is that bad? Is that is that is he bad at home? Yeah, one one. Yeah, opponents hitting one fifty. They could only be hitting one twenty, but they're hitting one fifty. Oh it's wow, I over exaggerated it. Yeah, yeah. Uh okay. So you've got Toronto in two. Yep. Aram, you've got. I've got Seattle in three. Okay, I've got Seattle in three. I think that's the answer. I think it's either Seattle in three or Blue Jays in two because if the Blue Jays don't win those two, Seattle will win. Yeah. There's only Uh, one other option there, right? It would be it would be Blue Jays. Well you could have Seattle in two. Or Seattle in two. two. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's the only other option. Or you could have Toronto in three. (laughs) You could have Toronto. Oh, you could have Toronto in three. All right. Four different outcomes here. Uh we we up the number of outcomes when we get to the NLDS, and all three of us have the Mets no I have the Padres yeah Peter has the Padres like a weirdo all right so Peter you go first Padres Dodgers in the one five what are you feeling it's a it's a five game series right or is it seven no yeah it's five I'm gonna go the Padres pitching is going to run out I'm gonna go Dodgers in four I think the Padres (laughs) in there that would suck the Dodgers in four that would stink the Dodgers are just an elite team you're going to get healthy Julio Arias. You're going to get healthy Clayton Kershaw. And then you're going to have combinations of Gonsolin and, and Anderson. Their bullpen is fantastic. I hope they leave Kimbrell off it, even though he's been the closer. They're a better bullpen without him. Their offense is so good. And if you look at the way they played each other, the Dodgers have just, they're just the best team in baseball. They're going to win in four. And they'll probably win in three, but I'm giving the Padres one. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I agree. I was I was hoping we we could pretend this thing goes to five, but yeah, it, it's over in four. I think I do think the Padres still won at home. Um, but no, you had the Mets, didn't you? Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing here? Sorry. <laughs> I'm so, the Padres board. No, 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 no. Mets, Mets. Yeah, Mets Dodgers here. Okay. Yeah. Start focusing in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Honestly, again, honestly, I don't think it's too much different. I, I, I really don't trust the Mets in this series very much. I, I think they're going to get worked. Um, I think they're going to get depleted a little bit more than people think they are in that three-game set. I think they're going to use the bullpen. I think they're going to stretch Scherzer out. I think they're going to pretty much pull out every single stop to get by the Padres. They're going to get to the Dodgers who have just been sitting patiently waiting for them. And I, I think it's going to be Dodgers in, in four. If the Mets beat the Padres in two, I would say the Dodgers in four. But because I have the Mets beating the Padres in three, I'm going to say Dodgers in three. 
I just don't think you're going to get an adequately rested DeGrom, and that means Scherzer's going game three. So he would likely not be 100%. He'd be on short rest for game three of that NLDS series. So I think that I, I'm with Arum. I think this pitching staff is going to get depleted during the wild card series because it's going to be all systems go to get to the NLDS. And once they get there, I don't think they're going to have much left in the tank. Yeah. You got to say that the Mets get one, right? Dodgers in three. I like it. Okay, let's roll. So we're all we're all on the Dodgers at this point. I had the Padres beating the Mets. You guys had the Mets beating the Padres, but both of them fall to the Dodgers <clears throat> in quick work. Yep. Cardinals, Braves. All three of us had the Cardinals. Yes. Cards, Braves in the NLDS. I can go first. Um, I think Atlanta is built for some six serious success. Yeah. Um, I say Atlanta in four. I think that they may lose that Morton start in game three, but I think game four, they line up really well. Aram? If they had a healthy Spencer Strider, I'm not thinking twice. I'm going Braves. I've been saying Braves all year. Um, I had them to win the division. I think they're going to repeat, but the Strider injury definitely is a tough blow. Uh, I I would almost love to see them not even use Strider in the first series, try to get by the – try to get by without him uh, to, to get to the Dodgers. But I think yeah, they I, can. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I got the Braves kind of cruising through here uh, pretty easily. How many games? I, Four. Okay. I think the Cardinals are going to give them more than we're talking about because I think the Cardinals can hit anybody. I, I think Freed's great. I think Wright's great. And I think Morton's great. And if you don't use Strider, the Cardinals can hit with this with this team. I'm going to go Braves in five in a very, very competitive series till the end. Cardinals, I, this is a, I, I just think that the Cardinals are fantastic on most sides of the ball besides starting pitching. But I think they'll be able to hit the starters for the Braves. So again, high scoring, but I think the Braves win in five, but it's going to be close. I think, I, I think with the Braves bullpen, well, you know what they've got, even Kenley's the biggest question, right? But I mean, what, what they've got with Rizel in the back end and then the rest of the guys that have just been shoving out of that pen. Uh, I, obviously, their starting pitching is great with or without Strider with Strider. It's insane. I think it's going to be tough to, to beat the Cardinals in St. Louis, but I think the Braves are going to dominate them at home. And I think they've just got too much going for them. But I do think it's going to be a fun series. I think this might be one of the better series Agreed. that we'll get this postseason, especially in the early going. I was going to say, if we do get Braves Cardinals, I'm going to be on every pitch of this yes, series. It's going absolutely. to be fantastic. And I hope the Cardinals win. I hope I'm wrong on this one because yeah. I would love to see them. I'm all in. We Peter and I talked about it last episode. I'm all in on the Cardinals you know, storyline here. I would love to see Pujols and Yachty and Wayno win it. You're just kind of a narrative sheep. Absolutely. That's yeah. the editor in me. Yeah. Braves are going to be at home game five, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I Front think two in Atlanta, back two in, in St. Louis, and then game five back in Atlanta. I almost think the Braves win both in Atlanta. The Cardinals win both at Bush, and then the Braves win the fifth in Atlanta again. I think it's one of those type of series where it's home field advantage, and that's what matters most with the – I mean, it's so hard to play in Atlanta. I, it's If we're talking about fields, are we talking about progressive, and you're seeing the – chop and the lights come on i mean it just looks like you're walking into a graveyard there but i don't want to play in the the red i don't know what they call it in 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 st louis what is it like a, it looks like a red sea or red ocean <laughs> they call they it bush bush uh, <laughs> peter you're a big fan of the chop right 
I have no comment. <laughs> Just like I have no comment on anything because you don't need my comment. <laughs> How do you feel about Barry Bonds, Peter? Yeah, shut um, the fuck up. I don't care. <laughs> Yankees Guardians in the 2 3. Ah, I think this is where the Yankees are one and done here. I like Cleveland to beat the Yankees, and I like it to happen in four games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go first. Cleveland in five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I I actually think this is how I think this series is going to go. And this is this is a big just gut. I'm not going to pull any stats really, other than the fact that I do think the offense has shown me a lot of really good things, shown us some really good things as of late. But the Guardians are such a fundamentally sound team. Uh, they're going to make all the plays. I see the Yankees booting the ball around, frustrating strikeouts, leaving runners on base. It piles up. It piles up. Yankee Stadium, they start booing their own players in a playoff series. Stanton swings at a slider five feet outside for the third time in an at-bat. And the Guardians just feed off of it. Andres Jimenez is going to be pesky. Ahmed Rosario is going to be pesky. Jose Ramirez is going to feast on the short porch. The Guardians are going to pick the Yankees apart, and ultimately I think they are going to be able to win this series in five. See ya in the ALCS. Um, I'm happy either way. No, I'm happy not. either way. Yes, I am. Because I have just been bandwagoning these Guardians now for too long. So, and I would love to see the Guardians make it. But at the same time, I'm a Yankee fan. So I'd love to see the Yankees make it. In order to hedge happiness, I'm going to go the Guardians in five. I think the Guardians beat the Yankees. And if they don't, I'm happy. But for the respect of predictions, I agree with you guys. I think the Guardians are a fundamentally sound ball club and we'll see what we get from Garrett Cole I said it on this podcast if Garrett Cole doesn't perform like an ace of ace they're a first round exit do I truly believe he will no they will be a first round exit prove me wrong I'd love to be proven wrong Um, I would love to be but I probably won't be proven wrong unfortunately at Yankee Stadium It'll likely be Bieber and Cole. Do you think the Yankees would be favored in that game? Because I'd put, I'd I'd put my life savings on the Guardians in that game. I They'll think. be favored in that game. Bieber versus Cole. Yeah, yeah. we. I'm They'll be favored. That no, it, it like home field advantage in Yankee Stadium. They'll be favored. They won't win, but they'll be favored. And yeah, all the I, money will be pouring on the Yankees, so they'll even be more heavily favored, right? I, Pete, I'd put my life savings on Cleveland in that game. Please I mean, do. How has your track record been? Because that kind of makes it like the Yankees. <laughs> Remember yeah, promo code Fade Jack? Yeah, that was a real thing. That happened yeah. last yeah. year. Uh, that wasn't me. I didn't even come up with that. That just happened by itself. Yeah. All right. So I've got I've got Cleveland in four. You two have Cleveland in five. Um, Pete, you have Toronto in two, right? Yes. I think me and Arm have Seattle in three. They take on the Astros. I say gentlemen sweep regardless of who gets through Houston in four. I'm going to give, again, the Blue Jays one game, but I'm going with the Astros here. The mm-hmm. Astros, are it's 1A and 1B with the Dodgers. I said that yesterday, and I fully believe it. I think the Astros might win the World Series. Like, we're going to get to it. 
I would say the Blue Jays get one in, but give me the Astros in four. Yeah. I think Manoa, uh, he's going to go up against Verlander and lose. <laughs> I think <sighs> Astros in three. Fuck it. They ain't winning. Lord. Yep, Astros in three. Lord. I, I agree. I, Astros in three. Th- this Astros team. Wait, no, you're Mariners though. Oh, why am I? Why Remember, am I, you're back to Mariners. I know, but I, I am in on Astros in, yeah. in three. <laughs> Doesn't it's matter. the same thing. Like yeah. I agree, Astros are winning in three, no matter who they play. Um, yeah, they are just so so good. Uh, and when you look at what what they've got going on pitching wise, uh, I think the rotation we talked about it yesterday is is up there with anybody. But now that they've got this this weapon in Hunter Brown that can go multiple innings on a piggyback, which I can't emphasize enough how important it is having guys like that in the postseason when you have that. You know, short leash, blow up start. When you want to try to maybe go with a bullpen game, it really makes it a, less of a bullpen game. Uh, he has been phenomenal, uh, and I, I really think he's going to be a weapon for them. And then they just have so many ways they can mix and match their lineup. Jordan finally looks like he's back from that wrist hand injury fully and looks great. I think they're going to steamroll through the postseason. I think they're going to sweep, whether it is the Blue Jays or the Mariners. In this case, I have the Mariners making it. Astros, unfortunately, are going to end the magic there. But the Mariners, I think you'd be pretty happy with that scenario uh, to make it this far anyway. So I I only feel so bad there. Go to the NLCS. Yeah. Are you Astros in three? I'm Astros in four. Astros in four. You're giving them one. I think think game three or something like Kirby. Gilbert or a Kirby just just sneaks a win out of here. And then, yeah. Kirby. They turn it back to, you know, whoever the hell. that'll That'll be the Penn Murphy game. Yeah, I remember that. The Matt Brash game. I, yeah. That's Brash game. The Matthew Festa game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, NLCS. Do we all have Dodgers Braves? This one's a motherfucker. This is a beast. This is again. This is every. I'm on every pitch of this. Every pitch. Uh, I will say the Dodgers in seven. Um, I, I have no idea how the rotations are going to stack up at this point, but I mean, I, I think that there are going to be a ton of home wins in this series. I do. I think that the Dodgers are going to win a lot of games in LA. Uh, I think the Braves are going to win a lot of games in Atlanta. And at the end, the Dodgers are going to have four wins and the Braves are going to have three wins. Like it's, it's as simple analysis as you could possibly get, but I just, I, I see these two, like, Tyson and Evander, right? Just both are so close to getting KO'd. And I think that the Dodgers are the ones that just kind of like limp out. I think this is the Dodgers, Braves, and Astros are the three best teams, I think, in this playoffs. And I think that this is basically the World Series, right? Unless you include the Astros, which you have to. But I will go with the Dodgers in it's just all de- it's so dependent on strider's health but if he is not right i'm gonna go with the dodgers in seven as well i'll go with the dodgers in seven and it's i it's obviously i want to see what strider looks like but using our knowledge to this point where we don't think he's going to be fully healthy dodgers went out i go braves in seven. Oh, yeah. i love it I mean, I, I, this team is so freaking good. I, yeah. we're talking about the defending champs who added a, an all-star center fielder and 
potentially, you know, a top 15 starter in baseball and Spencer Strider, but even just Michael Harris alone, I mean, being able to add him and then Ronald Acuna finally looks like he's starting to get his legs back under him a little bit. They won it without him. Yeah, they won it without him. Now they add him back. They add Michael Harris, who seems to just have a flair for the big moments. I, I am going to tell you now, get ready. I can already envision the Michael Harris big home run, the bat flip, and everybody goes wild and everyone's like, this guy is a superstar. Like This is going to be the postseason where Michael Harris reminds us that he's right there with J-Rod, and I think he's going to have his big defining moment in this series. Uh, this Braves team is so freaking good. I'm all the way in on them, and I, I think they're going to make it back to the World Series, which is pretty amazing. That's wild. I'm so in between. I just think, what are the Braves best at? Their bullpen is elite, but the Dodgers have a as elite bullpen. The starting rotation, Arias Freed, who wins? I think Arias is better. I do. But Freed is such a dog in the playoffs. Mm. That was Arias. <laughs> and yeah, so is Arias. Like offense, Braves are the loaded offense, but the Dodgers have a better offense statistically. The Plums. You gave your pick. Dodgers, 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 okay. Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers. I'm going with it. I'm sticking with it. That's in what I want. But it's so close. Seven? In seven. Yeah. Okay. And you've got Braves in seven, Arm? Yep. Okay. Uh, ALCS. All three of us have Cleveland, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Astros and Astros and Guardians. I say Houston in a gentleman's sweep. So Houston in five. I, I think that it's going to be a max effort road for Cleveland um, to get through Tampa and then the Yankees. And I think that Houston is not going to be phased very much in the ALDS, whether it be by Toronto or by Seattle. And I think that Houston, they are just so good. I They feel like... This Astros team is very easy to root for for some reason. Um, I I just think they're the big bad motherfuckers in this postseason, and I think that they're going to show that against a team that a lot of people are going to latch onto. But I think it's going to be a it's going to be a pretty ruthless five game uh, five game series win for Houston. I agree verbatim. Astros in five. Couldn't have said it better myself. I don't need to add shit other than. I could see Jordan just having a crazy playoffs. Like when you're talking about um, arm with Michael Harris, like Jordan's kind of almost been the forgotten player this year in a way, because, you know, the Shohei judge debate, and then people forgot kind of that Jordan's been the second best hitter in the American league and put up a type of season that is just unheard of. If it weren't for Aaron judge, I think Jordan jumps into the playoff stage and goes crazy and people think to themselves, with the Yankees getting bounced in the first round, being like, oh, shit, we forgot about Jordan. Well, and wasn't he last year's ALCS MVP? Like, he's already showed up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to hit. Yeah, no, yeah he's dude, he slugged 6-12 this year. Like, I, to Peter's point, I don't think a lot of people realize how freaking insane Jordan. As a DH or a shitty outfielder, Jordan has a 6.6 F4. Uh, and and remember, like he got hurt in the outfield, so they kind of said, okay, let's stop with that. And also, he's been dealing with a messed up hand. I think fully healthy Jordan, he played 134 games this year. He finishes with 45 home runs, and he probably has a 200 WRC plus. He finished with a 184 anyway. So uh, the one thing I will say about the Astros is this Astros team, even minus Carlos Correa, is better than last year's Astros yes. team. Yes. Which lost in the World Series. And the reason why it's better is you add Verlander, you replace Correa with Pena, which, of course, that's a 
drop off, but he makes up for a lot of the things that Correa excelled at last year. And then how about Alex Bregman, one of my least favorite players in Major League Baseball, just turning in a 5.5 F4 season like this team is disgusting. Yeah. Uh, they are they're going to get there in six, though. I think Cleveland grabs onto the magic and steals too. Okay. Altuve has been the fourth best hitter in baseball in WRC plus. Yeah, what the if fuck? I'm I mean, that is unbelievable. The Astros will crew. Remember when we called him a three true outcome guy as a joke, but like it's just funny since then. Yeah. 14% K rates. Also, so the only reason that the Guardians win one is Cal gets one at home. Yeah, fair. Um fair are. No, he's gonna give up ten earned runs in that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so. You have to understand. I hope he shoves in the postseason. Like I hope it'll make me feel so much better when he gets 10, uh, 10 spotted. I'm gonna put my head through a wall. So what? What are you gonna get? Are you gonna get three point three eight or like Cal? What are you gonna get? On I, th- I was thinking about getting his number in Guardians like, font coloring. Yeah, font. And where 40, are you gonna do it? Like, are you gonna do it on? Like, I'm putting very- it so, dude. Arthroscopic hip surgery. They yeah. go. It's three incisions that create a triangle, in and it's little scar, little scar, little scar. You know, in, in that triangle, in the middle of the triangle will be the forty-seven. So you just want to remember twenty twenty-two is a year of pure pain. A year, yes, exactly. Just a year of misery. Um, Jack, that's my plan. I brought this up to Aram. You know those friendship uh, bracelets, or like you get a with your boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, and it's like the other sides of heart and like you put them together and it's a heart i was thinking arm and i could do that on our thighs so when we touch thighs it like completes a heart with cal's face in the middle yeah no so that's typically what i do when i bro down with my guys is touch (laughs) that's what i'm talking about i mean arm and i are always touching thighs Yeah. yeah you guys are always touching thighs um i would ask arm if he likes you enough to do that i i do I do if if he promises just not to bring it up. Like you'll just tap me on the shoulder, touch the eyes, but we don't talk about the Cal Quantrill ERA. Yeah. So if if Cal gets me two wins in the postseason, because most likely I'm going to be tailing every gets you two wins in the postseason. Yeah, gets me two wins as like me Peter Apple, not yeah. Cleveland. Whatever, it's yeah. about me. I will get a tattoo with arm of Cal. Let's I'll go. I'm in. I'll like like actual it. pitcher wins no, or I'm just, just going to get W's. I'm just going to get Cal. Just CAL. But I'm saying like two two betting wins or like wins in like the win column of his record. No, two betting wins for me. Like the Guardians win the game. So who would be a funnier podcast guest before we move on to the World Series? Um, Would Cal Quantrill be a funnier podcast guest or would Paul Quantrill, his dad, be a better podcast guest? I want them both on. His dad was a pro ball player. I, I just imagine Peter saying, listen, Paul. I love your son. Like in a weird way, I love your son. Yeah. Arm and I are going to show him our tattoos of his son on our body. He's going to be like, get me the fuck out of here. These guys are so weird. Yeah, that's the worst part is I don't even like him. <laughs> yeah, I hate your son. I hate <laughs> your son, but he's permanently body. on my fucking body. Oh, gross. So gross. All right. <laughs> World Series. Let's talk about it. Um, Astros, Dodgers for me and Peter. Astros, Braves for Aram. I have the Astros winning in six. Again, heavyweight fight in the NLCS. I think the Dodgers empty the tank. They try and get it back. I think that Houston's going to have something left. And 
continuing on Aram's point that this is a better team, I think you look at the starting rotation because Lance McCullers, he did he did not throw in the World Series, if I remember correctly. No, he did not. Um, so that World Series rotation where they lost to Atlanta in six was Valdez, Luis Garcia, Urquidy, and Odorizzi? Well, Morton was when Morton got hurt in the DS, right? Or in the, in the CS, in the, in the championship series, right? When he broke his leg. I thought he got hurt in the World Series. Did he get hurt in the World Series? I thought he got hurt in the World Series. So he was in that rotation as well. Um, no, I'm talking Houston. Oh, we're talking Houston. Houston. Yeah, I, it was Framber Valdez, Luis Garcia, Jose Urquidy, and was it Jake Odorizzi? I think so. But and I then Javier is the swing man, right? Yeah. I think you're right. This is a much improved Christian Javier, which we know. You add Justin Verlander. This is a somehow improved Framber Valdez. And bullpen. Oh my God. And bullpen. And I don't care who you go to in game four. It can be a combination of Luis Garcia, who I think is as good, and Hunter Brown as the swingman type. So you take your world class swingman, put him in the rotation, and you add another world. Literally replaced him. Literally replaced him. Someone just as good at this point. Yep. Um, Who they will plug in the rotation in the future and will be disgusting as well. Playoff McCullers. Playoff McCullers. I totally forgot about Lance McCullers. McCullers probably starts game four, and you have Luis Garcia, Urquidy, and Hunter Brown, and the bullpen is swing match. So much better. It's crazy. It's so much better. Um, Then you look at the bullpen. This has been one of the best bullpens in baseball all year long. Then you look at the offense. It's kind of the same thing as it was last year. And you mentioned the absence of Correa, but you add guys. Like, people forget they have Trey Mancini in the fold right now. And I know Mancini really stunk it up over the last month or so, but Trey Mancini's Trey Mancini, and he's going to be a bat that you can go to. And also just how much better Bregman has been, even Altuve somehow being better. Uh, Jordan, statistically speaking, has been better. Uh, And then even Vasquez, right? Like that's a big boost offensively from what they've been consistently getting behind the dish. It's a, it's, it's an overall better offense top to bottom and the pitching's not even close. I I think this is the one that the Astros win. And this is that world series that you cannot argue with. Yep. I think it, I agree. I think it comes down to the fact that the Dodgers and the Braves, like you said, have a dog fight in the NLCS. I'm going to give the Dodgers a ton of credit here because I do think that if it weren't for that, the Dodgers would win the World Series. But I think it's going to be a beatdown. And the Dodgers don't have quite the starting pitching depth. And my brain says that the Dodgers win. But if we're going to the plums, the plums say that the Astros win in seven in Los Angeles. Game seven, Astros win out. The Dodgers pitching just can't hold up quite like that. The Astros have as good, if not better, of a bullpen, as good of an offense, and the Astros win in Game 7 in one of the best World Series games that we've ever seen, highlighted by a Jordan tank. And Jordan wins the wins the MVP in the World Series. World Series MVP. Okay. All right. Is it my turn? Yep. I got Astros in six. Yep. I think they take care of biz. Um might not be the most exciting World Series ever. Uh, I think Verlander is going to shove. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be ridiculous what what he does this postseason. I really think he's going to be good to go, and and he's been waiting for this. I think for some time now. Um, ultimately, what they have, the way that the Astros can mix and match pitching wise, is just going to be a problem, and the offense will go toe to toe with the Braves. But I'm going to say Astros in six. We're done.
Wow. That man is going to get them to an ALCS. It's his Stanford headshot. What, what's, a, what's a worse photo, his Stanford headshot or his Guardians headshot? They're both electric. The Stanford. Beautiful man. The Stanford headshot is probably the worst photo, right? So which, which series pick do you feel the worst about? I can um, tell you which one I feel the worst about. Yeah. For me, it's probably the Dodgers over the Braves in the NLCS. For okay. me, it's the Blue Jays over the Mariners. I have yeah, no idea. My, mine is mine is Mariners over the Blue Jays. That's the one I feel the worst about too. Um, so I think Peter and I are in the same boat here. Of just that that series being a total coin flip. I, I have more confidence in the Padres beating the Mets <laughs> than, <laughs> than, than the Blue Jays beating the Mariners. That's one. I I just think that the Padres, with the lack of depth not mattering as much, you give me Musgrove, Snell, and Darvish. They can go toe to toe with Degrom, Scherzer, and Bassett. And if Juan Soto figures something out and is electric, and then you give me Manny Machado too, the one reason it's just Jake Cronenworth has not been good this year for the Padres. So that that offense isn't as good as I would like it to be. And then the Mets bullpen outside of Diaz and Ottavino, it has not impressed me. So I think that the Padres can win this in three, but I have no confidence in my Blue Jays pick over the Mariners. Zero. I just had to pick one. You did have to pick one. That's the beauty of picks. Yeah. Zero right. confidence in it. Anything else? What's your least confident? I oh, said yeah, Braves over the Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers of Dodgers Braves. Braves. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know either. That's another good one. That's yeah. a I, have more, I have more confidence in the in the Padres beating the Mets than the Dodgers beating the Braves. Yeah. Um one other note, Phil Nevin signed a one year deal yeah. with the Angels to be the manager. With new ownership. They're going to be so good next year. <laughs> I think I think that's the right move. I keep a familiar face there. Guy doesn't need to be a rocket scientist. Um, just give him a decent team. I think they need a player, you know, like a, a player's coach and a former player like Phil Nevin. I, I like the move. I think I think it, I think it works. Uh, who, we'll see how it goes next year. Who do you think is going to be the next manager of the White Sox? They said they wanted somebody with recent coaching experience. Why, would you be surprised if it was like Joe Girardi? No, I wouldn't be shocked if it was Girardi. I think that it should be um, – I saw Carlos Beltran was a name that was floated. I think that would be – I wonder what Don Mattingly's trying to do. Like um, Miami's more of a retirement place than, than Chicago is. Yeah, that is fair. You don't think they're going to keep Miguel Cairo, Jack? He's- I, they're going to interview him. Um, I don't think he's going to have the job. I think it's going to be Joe Espada, who's like the biggest name in, in coaching right now. He's the bench coach for the Astros. Like he's going to be the next guy that makes the jump to major league manager. And I think it's going to be Joe Espada. I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I also have another important headline for you. Uh, this comes from Danielle Allen Tuck of the Colorado Springs Gazette, who says Jose Rockies, Rockies and Jose Urania interested in a reunion. Yes. Yes. I, the, <laughs> I'd be open. I'd like to play here, said Urania. Um, I think he'd like to play anywhere. Uh, that said, 1.5 whip this season, um, but he had a good Sierra, 4.82, 4.53 fit. What is um, Sierra? This, guy, this guy's – dude, you're asking the wrong guy. I have no idea what Peter, that stands for. do you know for. what Sierra stands for? Um, I don't know what it stands for. Um, I know it's important. Um, I think it's like skill interactive ERA. Yes. I don't know um, what that means. Um, 
Skill interactive. Yeah, Sierra right. quantifies a pitcher's performance. Here we go. MLB.com. Skill interactive. Oop. I got a 404 error message on, on the MLB.com glossary. It doesn't exist anymore. Here's what popped up on Google. Um, Sierra quantifies a pitcher's performance by trying to eliminate factors the pitcher can't control by himself. But unlike a stat such as XFIP, Sierra considers balls in play and adjusts for the type of ball in play. That matters. What does that mean? That's <laughs> like hard hit rates and stuff like that. Like That's kind of like XCRA. I thought that's what FIP did. That's, no, that's my FIP favorite. FIP is just... Like- FIP is just like walks, home runs, strikeouts. XFIP. XFIP is normalizing that home run to fly ball rate. Yeah, but isn't that what Sierra is? Like, it, that's what's so complex. hard. My favorite is when people try and define WRC plus. What what does WRC plus mean? Oh, it's just like the all encompassing hitting stat. It talks a hundred is average. A hundred is average. Yeah, and it's like oh, okay. it's better than fucking QBR, dude. QBR, QBR sticks. QBR is so stupid. And what's the difference between quarterback rating and passer rating? I have no idea what it is. It's just bizarre. That's why you got to use your plums. That's a, these are the plum picks. Yeah, plum picks, and you've got the Padres beating them. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Do you I, think I that's think stupid? That's... Hold on. Do you guys? Do you think that's stupid? It's too late now. You already said it. No, no, I'm in. I'm saying, do you think? I it's think it's stupid? blatantly idiotic. All right. Yeah. And with that, <laughs> no. Actually, I like it. I, I, I think it's very possible. I don't think it's nuts at all. What have the Mets been doing lately? Dude, the, so I, the Mets choke. That's what they do. I asked Chris um, Longo, our Mets guy, and I said, you know, Mets fans were up in arms about me calling their loss to the Braves a collapse. And I asked Chris, what would you call it? They had a 10.5 game lead on June 1st, and while the Braves never stopped, the Mets, when arm, we went over these schedules when we were predicting. And you picked the Braves. And I said, I just can't not go with the Mets because they had a few games. Lead. I didn't feel good and, about it. And their schedule was so easy. It was the easiest schedule and ever. And then not only did they play below 500 ball against that schedule, they got swept by the Braves. Yeah. So I said, Chris, what would you call it? And he said, we lost a grip. And then I and then he <laughs> said, he lost a grip. He said, and I was like, would you call it a choke? And he said, yeah, I think that's a better word. And I was like, is that better than collapse? It's semantics. It's semantics. That's it's because they're comparing the collapse to seven game lead with 17 to go. That's a collapse. That's an utter collapse. This is more yeah. of like, yeah, that was like the London Bridge collapsing. This is more like the, you know, casual drawbridge falling apart. Yeah, or like decaying, slightly decaying. Yeah. And, and sometimes the construction just doesn't And then the work. Braves came through and just out. knocked it over. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's like um, it's like demoing the the Metrodome or something like that, right? It's you know the thing's on its last legs, anyways. Just put it out of its misery. And, and the Braves and did that. Did. Braves did it. Also, it's getting a bit chilly. We have a new merch code that will be up by the time that you hear this podcast. Use code October fifteen for fifteen percent off just baseball merch. That's code. October 15. It will be live by the time you are listening to this. Get yourself a hoodie, get yourself a hat, be repping the Just Baseball merch. If you are at a playoff game, make sure you take a picture, send it to us on Instagram at Just Baseball Show. We will be putting you on our story, shouting you out too. So there's a little bit of extra benefit there. You get your Instagram shouted out if you take a picture of yourself in the merch at a, at a playoff game, as well as you get 15% off using the code October 15. You can find the merch store through the episode link in our bio. We give you guys all this free content. It helps us out 
immensely if you go get yourself some Just Baseball merch. And if you could rate this podcast five stars, it's the end of the regular season. We hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. Give us a five-star review. Why not? It takes eight seconds. Thank you. Everybody.